Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Alice Cooper with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. So as promised yesterday at the end of the show, you know, all about Paul Bunyan today. Because it's National Paul Bunyan Day. Do you know there are, I can't even count the number of statues of Paul Bunyan? You know, I had a life-threatening Bunyan once. Removed. And, oh, man. Did you name it Paul? I, uh, no, Babe. The big, uh, the big blue oh, bull. Oh, the big one. Yeah, blue yeah, ox. Yeah, right. The yeah, ox. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I know it's ox, bull. What's, you know, Same I, don't thing. Even, I don't even know if there's a difference. Whatever. Uh, so, uh, there's that to look forward to today. Mm, yeah. Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield will be here. The 4th of July fireworks are happening on the 4th of July this year. And Phil Collins will be in the studio. Wow. I didn't even think he was still touring. Actually, it's Bill Collins from uh, the Center Square Grill. Uh, that's what he just wants you to think. He's about 40 years younger than Phil Collins. Nevertheless, can we <laughs> can we celebrate with his famous cocktail? I don't know. Uh, is, he, is, he, is there a jacket required for this appearance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Well, oh, you see what I just did there? Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, but you didn't do the other joke. Oh, then he'll be in the stew, stew studio. Yes, yeah, you there like you that go. One. Okay. Yeah. Will he be good. in the air tonight, though? Oh, that's another see? good question. Look, we could go all day. Yeah. Let's not. Uh, it's <laughs> it's five thirty-six. You know, you can't hurry, love, Bax. That was <laughs> no. that was the worst cover ever. That's uh, terrible. Five thirty-six on Rock One Hundred Two. And Foreigner with Bax, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. Highs in the low eighties today. Mid eighties tomorrow. 90s later in the week, and then rain coming on the weekend. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, can you imagine something on the internet not being true? Well, now you tell me? I don't know. Unfortunately... Based my whole life on that information. Captain Jack Sparrow will not be coming back. An Australian site called Pop Topic claimed an insider at Disney said Johnny Depp was being offered $301 million to return to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. One of Johnny's representatives told NBC News, quote, This is made up. It's too good to be true. Actually, it probably is true. They just don't want those numbers out there. Yeah, $301 million? That's a lot. That's more than it would take to make two of those movies. Uh, After all, Johnny did say under oath during his defamation trial that he would not return as Jack Sparrow. You know what, though? When you got that pirate's uh, booty filled with $301 million, I'd be be Captain Jack Sparrow. I'd be Captain Jack Sparrow for $300. (laughs) Well, your your bar is set a lot lower. Uh, Jason Momoa. You know him? Yep. Not personally. Aquaman. Isn't that the uh, the drink that you make with mm-hmm. orange juice and champagne? No, 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 Steve. That's a mimosa. Oh, no, no. That's the thing that you do when you like put a book under your pillow at night and try to learn from it by sleeping on it. No, 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 Steve. That's osmosis. Uh, no, that's... Uh, Go on. No, I, I was trying to think of Amos. Amos. No, no, this, this, this uh, is a famous, uh, famous Mormon uh, singing family, I think. The Osmonds. Ah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I think you're thinking of Amos Moses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we. I lost it there. Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, he was named the uh, UN Environment Program's advocate for life below water. Not only is he Aquaman, but he's 
Known for his efforts to protect our oceans, like with his plastic-free water company, Mana- Manalu. Manalu. There's like nothing that guy can't do. Manalu. Manalu. He's one of the Alu brothers in baseball, I think. It was Felipe. Uh, Manny. Manny and, uh, and uh, Jesus. Jesus well. Alu. Yes. You're right. The fourth little-known Alu brother. Uh, the, the, is that... Was it the brothers? That was the baseball brothers? The baseball yes. brothers. Uh, yes, yes, and Moises yes. Alou was the, the son, was son yes. of uh, Felipe. I think. And Moises, by the way, one of the more horrifying injuries oh, God, yeah. in the history of baseball. You can go search it up, kids. Uh, Christian Bale says he would return as Batman if director Christopher Nolan asked him to. You know, Christian Bale, I saw some other thing. He was, he was the one, I want to see this person come back as Batman. I'm like... Okay, you were the best Batman, but still. But that, but that gives him the right to call the shots. No, he shouldn't be calling any shots. He's Christian Bale. Yeah. Well, Christopher Nolan. Well, I don't know, Christopher Nolan. Well, I don't know. Do you want to be in the Batman movie? Do you want to be Batman again? You're going to have to lose some weight. <laughs> don't ever tell Christian Bale to lose weight for a role. What? He takes that seriously. Well, what was that movie he was in where he gained a bunch of weight? That's the character they should use as the new. Wasn't that the, uh, that that Dick Cheney movie? It was the yes. like really fat or like yeah, fat but it was, suit or something. It was that, and then uh, the, the other one with um, and it was uh, yeah, my, he had like my, he had like the bad comb over yeah, as well. My buddy Felix was in the movie. Remember, you know, remember Felix, yeah, right? Remember he Felix. was in that movie. He was uh, he played like one of the security guards or something. Very convincing too. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, he looked like a security guard. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. Je- Jennifer Lawrence was in it as well. But, but I'll have it for you momentarily. They should have that character be Bat- Fat Man. I believe that's what Adam West did. Well, yeah, but did he put the leotards back on when he... American Hustle. American that's Hustle. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, uh, Bale still hasn't seen Robert Pattinson's take on the character, but he said he's a wonderful actor. Oh, you're, so you're going to tell somebody that I want to be Batman, but you haven't even seen the other guy's uh, performance yet? That seems kind of weird. No, I mean, I think everyone is in agreement he was the best one. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly says he got so low two years ago, he put a shotgun in his mouth while he was talking to Megan Kelly on the phone. Wait, a machine gun put a shotgun in his mouth. But no, probably not a machine gun. Uh, but with her help and the help of his daughter, he snapped out of it. That's good. That's a a good story. Uh, Have you noticed uh, that the Brothers Osborne switched to gender-neutral lyrics a few years ago? After recording Rum, T.J. Osborne felt it wouldn't be right for him to sing about a girl in their songs anymore. Hmm. No, I did not notice that. Yeah, but when people do covers, they just change the the pronoun. Yeah. I heard a Beach Boys cover of uh, And Then I Kissed Her, which is the... Ronettes, it was the Ronettes that mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he kissed me. Yes. And it was just the reverse role you yeah, know, of the thing. So what's that's easy. So Not a big you, deal. So you can change he, she to they if you're going to do a cover of the song. What about when you're covering Lola, which is about a guy who looked like a girl? Like, then it gets even more confusing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Well, there have been uh, all female bands who have covered that song. I've seen female singers cover it, and they just leave it the way it is. And that's fine. Uh, questions will, that need to be answered in this weekend's episode of Stranger Things. Ready? Yes. Mm. Is someone going to die? Will Eleven gain new powers? And does Will have a crush on Mike? 
Huh. What? I haven't watched it after. I watched like two or three episodes. I haven't watched anything from this last season. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't ruin it. I want to go in fresh. Oh, you're going to watch it? Yeah, I'll watch it. Oh. Down the road. I got other, I got the other things I'm watching now. What else are you watching now? Actually, it's a pretty cool series. I just started watching it called The Old Man. Yeah. With Jeff Bridges and uh, and uh, uh, John Lithgow. Saw it last night. Not bad. Yeah. Very good. Movie on FX. No, it's a series. Yeah. Oh, really? Starts off pretty good. Yep. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Uh, Jeff Bridges plays an old man. No way. And yeah. so does John Lithgow. He's an old man, too. Together, they're two old men. That I can't be real. They're oh, too it's young real. to be old. The guy who plays the younger version of John Lithgow, by the way? Actually, really good. An amazing job of sounding just like John Lithgow. Get, get this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne is now a protector of bats. Yeah. Remember he used to eat them? Mm-hmm. He, he applied to install bat boxes at his new residence in the UK to provide safety for bats and their pups from predators in cold temperatures. <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> from him. <laughs> for snacks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to open my mouth accidentally and eat you, little boy. Oh. That's a Hollywood trash. I rock one of those. Oh! I'm Attorney John. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you folks? Get a load of this. This week in the city of Brockton, the Brockton, the Brockton Rocks, uh, baseball team of the Futures Collegiate Baseball League, one, maybe two steps down from the Cape Cod League, added a couple of players that might be familiar. Joining the team this summer are Pedro Martinez Jr., Manny Ramirez Jr., D'Angelo Ortiz. Why do these names sound familiar? Because, and you might find this hard to believe, they are the sons of Pedro Martinez, Manny Ramirez, and David Ortiz, all playing on the same minor league roster. Not only that, but those three guys are also joined by the sons of former Red Sox reliever Keith Folk and the son of former Red Sox Yankee slugger Gary Sheffield. Now, I can't tell you if these young men are any good, nor can I tell you how many of them have gotten their athletic ability from their mothers. But if there were ever a reason to intentionally find yourself in Brockton, Massachusetts, and normally there wouldn't be, this would be it. Because when the sons of five former baseball greats are playing for the same team, there's a decent shot that somebody's father is going to be in the stands, hogging the spotlight from all their hard-working children on the field. Now, I don't know any of these young kids. All I just know is that most of the players in this league are between 18 and 22 years old, and they're all looking to move up in the world of baseball, and I think that's wicked cool. I know that you don't see any of the Baxendale kids diving to get into radio. That's because they know better. And that's because intelligence and achievement tend to skip a generation of my family. And for the sake of my children, I say thank goodness. But for the sons of Manny, Pedro, Poppy, Folk, and Sheffield, all you can do is hope for nothing but the best. The only problem is you have to go to Brockton to see them develop. And frankly, I think I'd rather wait it out. I'm not saying that Brockton is bad, but I'm also not saying that it's not. I just know that if I were going to drive 105 miles out of my way to have a good time, Brockton would not be my final destination. Although I do know some people where it has been. But hey, never mind. Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Craftsman 16-gallon wet-dry vac is 100 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. So is the Craftsman 6-gallon pancake air compressor. Tons of great tool deals at Rocky's. Check them out in the flyer. You'll find it in the store, on the app, or at rockies.com. 
I'm back. That's my view from 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 612. And Whitesnake with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today. Mostly sunny with a high of 79. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 85. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, you know, I wasn't out of bullets yesterday when I told you about my weekend in Florida, which included uh, a ride to the hospital in an EMT vehicle because of heat exhaustion and also... Yeah, 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 but also that uh, the yo-yo kid. Yeah, sitting mm-hmm. next to the national yo-yo champion. We still don't know how he did at the National Yo-Yo Championships in Mesa, Arizona, because they, they hadn't updated the website as of last night. I don't think they updated it yet either. Right. So, so wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were online all day yesterday looking for these results? Absolutely. What else am I going to do? I'm a single guy. I don't see my friend until the weekend. We're kind of on that kind of schedule, Got like Scott Cohen and his lady friend. Yeah. You know, maybe sometimes get, stepping away from the Yo-Yo Champion website might be a good way to start meeting new people. I don't need I'm to, just saying. I don't want to meet. Just a suggestion. I don't want to meet new people. I have the results here. You what do? was that kid's name? Uh, Lucas Decker. Lucas Decker. He came in fifteenth. All that right. kid sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> out of out of out of sixteen or yeah, something like that. You got that. his number. Why don't you give him a call and say what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, what did, come in. who are these fourteen people that were better than you? <laughs> uh, Evan Nagal came in number one. Oh, that kid's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you don't mess with Evan. Yes. Leo Chan is number two, and Hunter Fjordstein is number three. Mm. Oh, Hunter Fjordstein. Yes, you're the champion from Germany. He's the Augustus Gloop of the yo-yo. <laughs> yeah. And they all have dates right now, probably. No, no they don't. No. <laughs> Not a chance. So anyway, another thing that happened to me while I was at the hospital, I think it's uh, the Cleveland Clinic at uh, Indian River in Vero Beach, Florida, to be exact, and that sounds like two different places. It does. Like you're, like you're I, in the Midwest, and then you're in Florida. I think they they maybe had named it something, but then they decided, you know, they had to name it something else because another entity took over. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't know if you're time traveling or shape shifting mm-hmm. or, or what you're doing, but that doesn't seem to make any sense. Well, speaking of time travel, the guy that was helping me out in the ER, he was my ER nurse, a guy named Andrew, who was telling me all about knocking around with his French girlfriend. By the way, he. Um, apparently had a near-death experience. We shared a lot of time in the ER, Andrew and I. What do you mean <laughs> knocking around with the French girlfriend? Well, he, 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 in the course of telling me his life story, uh, he said, yeah, I'm going up to Lake Winnipesaukee in a couple of weeks yeah. for a big vacation. I said, oh, I was there last summer with my folks. Beautiful place. He said, yeah, my brother has a place on Winnipesaukee. And then what, I made... What emergency room employees get time to tell you the whole life is story? It, is this like a what about Bob lives? situation? Are you going to go up there and you, he were his patient and then you're going to bug him on vacation? Dr. Marvin? Yeah. Dr. Right. Leo Marvin? Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So... <laughs> Anyway, he's going up there, and then he said, I may go to France, too, because I just met this hot French girl, and uh, she might invite me over to France. Sounds like he's making that up. Could yeah. be. Okay. Yeah. Could my, be. My new boyfriend, George Glass. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, there was also a lot of noise going on in the ER room next to mine. Some guy, like, rattling stuff and, like, mumbling and shouting out loud. Yeah. My ER nurse, nurse had to go handle him for a while, and then came back, and, ah, you wouldn't believe what that guy next door did. He ripped out his IV, and he tried to guzzle the bag of saline solution. That sound, well, That's <laughs> the kind of guy I want to hang out with. Right? Yeah. Well, the, the guy who guzzled that? Or <laughs> yeah. The guy who, well, I thought it was pretty cool that the ER nurse was telling me this stuff. I mean, he's not supposed to do that, right? Well, they, they as long as you're not revealing any kind, you can talk about medical 
<laughs> issues in general. Right. You just can't reveal the guy's name and social security number and mother's maiden yeah. name. Dave, I don't want you to, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Mm. Something tells me this guy is loose with the lips with everybody he deals with. And and and, and you know, if you got a guy who's who's slamming down saline shooters in the next bed, right. my guess is he's telling everybody. Right? Could be. This guy, Andrew, the ER nurse. Definitely a little questionable, although you mentioned lips. He showed me a picture of his accident that had occurred about four years earlier, and he basically lost his face. And he showed me a picture of the after. Yeah. Horrifying. He was on one of them stand-up electric scooters that goes only like 35 miles per hour, but you're standing up, Mm -hmm. and when you get into an accident, you're higher off the ground. Right. He apparently went headfirst into some concrete. Mm. And did he, and did he not to get coming? Ah, he slid across the concrete with his face, essentially. Showed me the picture. Horrifying. Jesus. And I'm looking at his face now, and I'm looking at the picture and going, wow. I couldn't tell. Whoever he had as a plastic surgeon, amazing. Because I was looking at the picture of him. He had no lips. His tongue was lacerated. He actually... Stuck out his tongue at me. You could see all the lacerations on the guy's tongue. Mm-hmm. His face was a bloody pulp, and you wouldn't know it looking at the guy today. Amazing. That's uh, you didn't uh, have him share the pictures with you, like a little little, no. little airdrop thing. No, I didn't do that. Although we're gonna get to an airdrop story a little bit later on this morning about this, a guy who airdropped his junk on a plane. This guy doesn't seem to have a whole lot of boundaries. No, and and that was what was beautiful about him, Bax. He was telling all these stories and spewing profanity in the room. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And and uh, I, I loved the guy. I thought he was, he was refreshing. He, he was connecting with you. Yeah, and he had a new lease on life because of the accident. And I said, well, were you knocked out? He goes, oh, yeah, I lost four days. And they said he was in a coma, and they pro- he said they pronounced him dead. Wow. And he said he had an afterlife experience while he was dead so uh you're saying uh he was out of hope and uh he had one more bad break and then uh he might fall and then when he's far from home uh you don't call him on the phone is that a phil collins song to tell him you're alone no it's a billy idol song i'm kidding <laughs> damn close though he yeah. had eyes without a face eyes without yeah, a face yeah, there, there you go yes of course uh, a near-death experience? He did claims. He, did, did, he, uh, did he go into the details? He said, just like everyone, he said, I had that experience where I'm hovering above my own bed, yeah. and I see my body down below. And then he said he went to, quote, that place, you know, with the light and the whole deal. Right. And he met his dead mom yep. and his dead brother, who right. had passed away at the age of 51, and he described it in detail. And he was having this conversation with his dead relatives, and he said, hey, this looks great. I'm going to join you. And, and his mom said to him, you're going back. It's not your time. But did, yet they still came out to go tell him that. Yeah. Hmm. Did Robert Stack appear and start describing the rest of the story? <laughs> he didn't say. He didn't say. Uh, but you know what? I believed him. His body floated four feet above the bed. Mm-hmm. And that's where he saw his dead 51-year-old brother. And his mother said, go back. You must take care of Dave Coombs in the emergency room. <laughs> Maybe he was quoting from that famous show. That's a pretty good Robert Stack impression. It's I not too bad, that. actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would uh, keep working on it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he's new, so you know. I've I, I've seen you know, like these uh, testimonial videos of of people who mm-hmm. kind of claim the same thing, right? That there's always somebody there waiting on the other side sure. to 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 welcome them. Sure. Or, 
show them around, you know, grab lunch, and then they go back. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, you know, maybe there's something to it. There's also actually there's a uh, there's a woman on TikTok. It's actually really interesting. She's a hospice nurse, and she talks about uh, the similarities of people at the at the end stage of life, telling stories like that. Telling stories like that, you know, but but also people who will see dead relatives right before they go, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know all the, th- the 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 stages that that people yeah. uh, you know go through as as they're in in their last days. And she says, you know, she just at, at this point in her life, she's seen enough to to believe there is some level of an afterlife. I just hope they've got good snacks. I hope that they, they, the, the TV remotes all work yeah. and they don't slip between the cushions. A- anything beyond that is pure hell. Well, you know what happens when a when a medical professional like this tells a story? It lends credence to these stories. It's similar to like when somebody says they were abducted by aliens. Right. It's normally a dude with a pinch between his cheek and gum and an empty bottle of tequila next to him in the truck he's driving. Sure. But when a medical professional says something like this, it suddenly becomes more believable. There's a great Netflix special called Surviving Death, and the opening story is from a doctor who experiences this very same thing. She was skeptical before, but somebody who's a clinical mm-hmm. professional like that, when they experience this, mm-hmm. it suddenly becomes more believable. And so similar maybe with this medical professional that I got to know during now my you, five hours in the ER in Vero Beach. You, you sure he was an employee, not just some guy off the street pretending to be a nurse? It w- that would that'd be an even better story. I wish I could prove that. Maybe yeah. maybe we can call down there and confirm the guy's identity. Yeah, Who knows? You, you, you just never know. Right. I agree with you. That's a good point. Coming up, Dave Coombs goes into an ER with extreme heat exhaustion and he finds out about a a nurse who had a near-death experience but was he floating above his own bed or was it just a premonition find out now on dave coombs goes to the er's unsolved mysteries (laughs) (laughs) i tuned that in yeah Yeah, yeah. good show yeah (laughs) it's 622 with back steve and dave on rock 102 rock 102 with backs Dave and Robert Stack, <laughs> Van Halen as well. Good morning. Wait till you hear today. I learned. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Here we go. Uh, and now it's time for today. I learned with Bax, Dave, and Robert Stack. <laughs> hey, uh, today I learned a company in the '90s made pencils with the anti-drug slogan "Too Cool to Do Drugs," but had to recall them because when sharpened, they read "Do Drugs." Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best story of this—I don't know if I told you this guy—but back in Syracuse, there was a, a team called um, uh, Big Mike and Gomez. Yeah. Gomez later became my partner. It was Gomez and Dave. But earlier, he was part of a show with Big Mike, and it was Big Mike and Gomez. They had promotional pencils with the radio station, and when sharpened, Big Mike's name disappeared first. And he was the bigger star, so he demanded a a redo on the pencils. Really? Yeah. What an egomaniac that guy is. Mm -hmm. Well, I I don't think we're going to have a problem with that. No, no, I don't. I don't. uh, I don't think so. We don't. uh, We don't have any promotional items. We don't even have T-shirts. What is that all about? Right? I don't know yet. I mean, I, that that uh, that may come. I'm sure there's a pencil coming around somewhere. <laughs> I guess so, but I just feel like we should have stickers. We should have uh, koozies. We should have uh, 
What, what other kind of weird? Well, you know, Urinal cakes, yeah. like you did the one time. Yeah, that was you good. Did that. That those was are all good. normal. You know what I've always wanted to have and I've never seen before as a radio promotional item would be, especially during summertime for a rock station, would be a fly swatter with your logo. I think that would just be a cool-ass item. Man, you are just thinking of great ideas, like left and right. Mm. We should get those fly swatters that are, like, electric. Oh, yeah. I like yeah, those. those little tennis racket things. They zap them while you swat them? Oh, oh you've yeah. never seen those? No. They're, they're shaped oh, like, they're they're shaped like, uh, like, yeah. uh, like uh, tennis rackets. Yeah. Really? And you zap the living crap out of them. It, nice. You very get, satisfying. Mid-air. Mid-air. And if you go out, like, oh. a, like, like, in a, like, in a woodsy area in the middle of July where there's mosquitoes <laughs> yes. everywhere, you just, just turn <laughs> yourself around and it goes beep, 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 beep. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's Cool. Great fun. I like really it. Really cool. Uh-huh. And, uh, and and that is Today I Learned <laughs> with Bax, Dave, and Robert Stack on Unsolved Mysteries, Rock 102. We got more local mysteries to get to next in the news on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News. 635. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, a former Franklin County biology teacher in trouble. 65-year-old Brian Cooper of Turner's Falls pleading guilty yesterday, sentenced to 15 years in federal prison for his second conviction on child pornography charges. This has happened over a two-decade period. All right, let me ask you. So they caught him the first time around with child Mm, pornography? Apparently. And he was allowed to go back to work? Doesn't say whether he worked in the interim. It just says at one time he was a biology teacher in Turner's Falls. A search of his home back in 2019 unearthed thousands of child porn files stored on a tablet computer and multiple thumb drives with the stuff as well. He was a a biology teacher in the Athol Orange school system, according to court records, until he was arrested on child porn charges back in the late 90s. So there's, okay. there's the answer there's, there's to your my question. Because I was thinking if they, you know, if you were caught with mm-hmm. child pornography, you shouldn't be allowed to go back into a school for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 good to know. Repeat offender, 65-year-old Brian Cooper of Turner's Falls. <sighs> He'll be spending a mandatory minimum of 15 years and up to 40 years in prison. So he's 65. That pretty much does it for Brian that's, Cooper, I that's think, right? pretty much it for Brian Cooper. Mm-hmm. Chicopee, Angel Guzman, a 47-year-old resident, accused of shooting another man to death from his wheelchair, has been charged with voluntary manslaughter. Guzman uses the wheelchair, it says, on occasion. Anderson Martinez of Holyoke was the victim. He's 42, or was, shortly before his death, 4 p.m. Saturday, on Chicopee Street in the Willamancet section of the city. This according to the spokespeople for Hampton District Attorney Anthony Galuni. All right. All right. Man from the wheelchair. Yeah, but only one that he uses on occasion, it says. Yeah, that's not that unusual. There are some people that are that are in a, uh, that use a wheelchair, but mm-hmm. because they can't, you know, stand for great periods of time sure. or whatever. That's my shooting chair right mm. there. Police in Enfield, and I'm only saying this story because I'm not guilty, Police in Enfield seizing drugs and cash during a traffic stop early yesterday morning, according to the Enfield Police Department. What time did they get you? You almost tripped me up there. I almost answered. I see what I just did there. It, ha- it says it happened early Monday morning. Now, you know, I may have been on my way to the radio station when this occurred. It doesn't mm. say how early Monday morning. But the traffic stop led to the discovery of over 600 bags of heroin, 
six grams of cocaine, and a couple thousand dollars in cash in Enfield. I'm, sure, I'm sure it was all planted. Could be. Sure, it's a big. Uh, he with the kid was framed. Drugs and cash and drugs and cash and drugs and cash and cash and drugs and drugs and cash. It's kind of hard to argue about uh, you know being framed yeah. with six hundred bags. Yeah, it's not like one of them just dropped into the car. Like, yeah. uh, let, let's say you're accusing. <laughs> right? Let's just say you're accusing an officer of planting drugs. It's not like you know one little bag of heroin dropped out of the cop's pocket. There's a six hundred bags. Yeah, yep. no, no cop is going and dumping a bunch of bags of heroin from a bucket into your car, like Mister Bucket. Yeah, like Mister Bucket. A little, uh, you popped a little heroin thing into his mouth and yeah. he spits it right out. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a Pez dispenser. Right, right. Well, speaking of seizures, the type that the police do when they find bad stuff in your car. You know, July 4th weekend coming up, and people are buying fireworks. Mm-hmm. $28,000 worth of fireworks have been seized by the Massachusetts State Police and State Fire Marshal. And that's happened just over the past weekend alone. From Friday through Sunday, troopers stopping several vehicles that contained fireworks that had been purchased in other states and carried across state lines into the Bay State. Two things. You know what I have not seen yet? And it happens every year, mm. on like on the Today Show or Good Morning America, mm-hmm. that video footage of like a like a mannequin getting blown up. Oh yeah, yeah by yeah. a pack of salutes. Yeah, that's like yeah. To me, it was like that's like at the annual story back when, like like uh, when you celebrate like when Rose Kennedy it was her birthday. Oh, she's seven hundred years yeah, old. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's great. Same kind of thing. The other thing is, um, you got all these billboards here in Massachusetts promoting the sale of illegal fireworks in new hampshire mm-hmm. and listen i like blowing stuff up too everyone loves mm-hmm. blowing stuff up setting up mortar rounds in your backyard and hoping the god hoping to god the cops never find you right i totally understand the fun of that but how are they able to advertise for those things here in Massachusetts. I've never figured out how they're able well, to do that. We we had this discussion a couple of months ago about Connecticut yep. not wanting to advertise the cannabis right. dispensaries and that was one of the topics like well we have all these fireworks companies that are you know telling you you can come up there and it's you could really kind of extend that to the tobacco thing too because they advertise tobacco for a much cheaper price, yeah. even though it's legal here in Massachusetts. There's no tax on, or the tax is much lower up there for it. So I don't know. I, I told I've told you this before. You know, every year I used to drive through Indiana, mm-hmm. and Indiana you could buy nearly any kind of explosive if you mm-hmm. wanted to because they're in Indiana. They got nothing else to do up there. Gary, Indiana. Beyond Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Gary, you would never pull your car over in Gary, Indiana. One, it's not safe to do so. Secondly, that town smells so bad, it's unbelievable. Gary, Indiana? Horrible. That, that's the place I call my home. Great yeah. song from the Music Man. Yeah. 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 Well, I got news for you. Since the Music Man was written back mm. in the 1930s or 40s, that mm-hmm. town has become very industrialized and smells Awful. But I remember when the Little League team from Gary, Indiana, was in the Little League World Series. This is back when you and I were kids, backs, And yeah. I think Lloyd McClendon, who later had a pretty long Major League Baseball career, was on that team. Right. Anyway, in this, uh, in this, uh, in this place in Indiana, they sell fireworks and martial arts supplies. Huh. Like, think, well, about, think about that, that. That to me, that's like the Dave Soda in Pet City of yeah, Indiana. Well, well, Two it, things it, you wouldn't think go together, but yet there's lines out the door. Well, there's probably a guy like Dave down there going, "Hey, I gotta have something else to get people into this place. Uh, let's do martial arts stuff." 
Like throwing stars, those yeah. things? Is that yeah. what you're talking yeah. about? That's pretty cool. By yeah. the way, I didn't mean to shut down Lloyd McClendon. He's a fantastic uh, player. Not at all. But blowing stuff up on the 4th of July is fun. I yeah. have reached the age where none of that appeals to me anymore. The, the blowing up of, like when we stopped in South Carolina, North Carolina, whatever state it was down there on mm-hmm. the way back, we got those little snapper things. That's about as that's about as blowy uppy as we're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not, it's not like it's, it's a major explosive. You could buy those around here, I think, or even in Connecticut. I don't know, but it's, I don't do the fireworks and the mortars and all that stuff. I, it's just I'm too afraid of getting my head or hand blown off mm-hmm. by doing something stupid like that. That's I'd rather right. watch some other dumb redneck do that, not me. Well, I, I, I'm not necessarily the guy that lights them off, but I yeah. can appreciate illegal fireworks in someone's well, uh, backyard. I can and I can't. I was on vacation a couple of years ago. I was in the Outer Banks, and I get a text from my neighbor at like 11 o'clock at night saying, hey, because uh, she had just come home from vacation too. And she and she said, hey, thanks for the welcome back party. Somebody must have been lighting off fireworks in the area, and it sounded right. like it was coming from my house. And I'm like, listen, I'm way too old for that kind of thing. <laughs> so it's some other hoodlum in the neighborhood lighting those off. Just for a little bit of uh, a little, little safety tip, if you're going to be uh, lighting off illegal fireworks, mm-hmm. Don't leave them in your hands, okay? Otherwise, you'll be like Jason Pierre-Paul and rip those things to shreds. Mm-hmm. And don't light fireworks off the top of your head. Yeah, like that one kid did. Remember that one kid? Yeah. Blowed his head clean off his shoulders. Or launch bottle rockets out of the crack of your ass, because I've seen guys do <laughs> yeah, that I've before, seen that. too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny up until his yeah. ass burns off. And uh, by the way, the hoodlums was in the neighborhood... Isn't that a Sesame Street song as well? Who are the hoodlums yes, in your neighborhood? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of hoodlums out there. The people that, that you meet when they're shaking <laughs> it down in the street. Lots, yeah. Lots of hoodlums out there. So anyway, just finishing off the story about the mass state police seizure of fireworks. They brought in 1,500 items last weekend, including large rockets, fountains, and Roman candles. 18 different people were busted on illegal possession of fireworks last weekend alone. Yeah, that'll teach you. Good luck this weekend, the, folks. Uh, the seizure, if a state police officer has a seizure, I mean, do you, like, put the billy stick in his mouth so he doesn't bite his tongue off? Good point. I think you do. Yeah. 644 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next, a few different candidates to wear our mass hat crown. Next on Rock 102. GG Inks. It's classic rock. It's 650. And Leonard Skinner. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 79. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 85. It is 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield will be joining us after uh, around 8.50 this morning. And next hour, Bill Collins from Center Square Grill. Uh, tomorrow night is the first fundraiser for the Andy E. Palliative Care Unit. We've talked about this uh, a few times with uh, Tony Ravosa. Uh, it's a big va- event tomorrow night at Center Square Grill. Uh, Phil, Con- <laughs> Phil Collins. Phil uh, Collins. Yeah. You got me doing That's what I'm saying. Ah. Bill will be here uh, around 7.45, <laughs> this morning to talk about what's coming up tomorrow night at the restaurant. Right now, 6.51 with back Steve and Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. 
We're going to crown a few people today. One of them is Karen Williams. She's the mayor of Redland City in Australia. Apparently, she was talking to the families of drunk driving victims. And then, about an hour later, she drunkenly crashed her car into a tree. What are the odds? Here's part of Karen Williams' apology here. I made a serious error of judgment. And I am deeply sorry for my actions. There she is, Karen Williams, Redland City, Australia, the mayor of that town. Fortunately, when she was drunk driving, she hit just a tree. Nobody was injured. She said she couldn't remember how many drinks she'd had, but it was, quote, several glasses of wine over the number of hours that she was drinking. <laughs> but if you've just finished talking to uh, to drunk driving victims' yes, families. Yes, yes. Maybe a hold back a little bit on the on the on the drinks. She hasn't been charged yet. Too early to say what her punishment might be and whether or not she retains her position as mayor of Redland City, Australia. Remember years ago, the uh, the director of Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving, yeah, got arrested for, for drunk, drunk driving. driving. Yes, yeah. it happens. It does. Yeah, uh, Mad, by the way, was an answer in the New York Times crossword puzzle this past Sunday. Neither here nor there. Uh, okay. We, <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't say. Yeah. We've got more mass hats to deal with here, including Maria Ramos de Ruiz from Albuquerque, New Mexico. She owns a spa there, and she was giving so-called vampire facials at the VIP spa there in Albuquerque. I won. To <laughs> I can't even say it. One. One facial. <laughs> what these vampire facials entailed, drawing a patient's blood, then components of the blood re-injected into the people's faces using micro needles. As part of the plea agreement, she faces up to seven and a half years in prison and will pay restitution to the patients she... Apparently treated with these yeah. vampire facials. Isn't your face already full of your own blood? Well, do you necessarily have to take your blood from some other part of the body and put it into your face when there's so much of it in your face? Fax, I think if you're signing up for a vampire facial, you probably have a little less judgment than the normal person would anyway. Just I don't saying. know. It's only gonna take me it's only gonna take one person to say, Oh, you're gonna love your vampire facial for me to say, sign me up. Other charges against Maria Ramos de Ruiz, like money laundering and tax evasion, were dropped in this case yeah. so they could focus on the vampire facials. The vampire facials. It sounds like a good niche to me. I don't know. Uh, I, think you can, I think you can find that tube somewhere on the internet. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably. It's vampire tube. <laughs> and one last... <laughs> Mass hat for you. Okay. A guy using a jet pack flying at a pretty high altitude over LAX airport. A pilot getting set to land recently telling air traffic controllers he thought he saw a guy with a jet pack flying through the sky. The pilot was about 15 miles from the airport at an altitude of around 4,500 feet when he spotted this dude with a jet pack. He says, I wanted to do that. The jetpack. I me too. I think it would be cool. Yeah, I would need extra jets in that jetpack. I think they'll even lift me off the ground. You know, that was uh, <laughs> the, we went when we went to Aruba 
and uh, we could have done any number of different activities mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of them was uh, was a jet pack with like a wa- it's a, out of the water. Oh, I've seen those. Yes, and it and it you you, yeah. you got this big hose attached to your backpack, and you and you're basically just hovering them in the air. Yeah. I think that was cool, but we were too drunk to do that. Really? There's yeah. a, there's an alcohol restriction. They would be, they almost like it's like they're testing you when you walk up there. Like, have you been drinking it all today? And you're like, no, yeah, I'm. Mean, drinking and they're like no. sorry sir you can't go on the jetpack i think your your butt would be better placed in the pool on that <laughs> bar side table yeah those those uh, water propelled jetpacks they look pretty they look cool. like a lot of yeah. fun yeah i would do that 656 with back steve and dave coming up next more bull- vampire facials no but <laughs> bullfighting in mexico and some interesting stats about that we'll have it for you coming up in the 102 second sports straight ahead on rock 102 and now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Grills, 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 Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't want to alarm anybody here, but the Red Sox seven-game winning streak is over. And the Red Sox have now tumbled in the standings, trailing the first-place New York Yankees by as many as 12 games. How did this happen? Well, last night, the Red Sox were in Toronto, Canada to face the Blue Jays, who were just 12 and a half games behind the Yankees. And of course, because these rare divisional games are so important, the Red Sox found themselves on the losing end of a great opportunity, losing last night by a score of 7-2. to two. Now, I know it's only one game. And I know that during the month of June, they've only lost five games. And that, mathematically speaking, one doesn't really, one loss doesn't really mean that much. But this loss ends a seven-game winning streak. I like that winning streak. That was my favorite game, seven-game winning streak of the year. Today, they're back to square one with no current winning streak at all. How did something like this happen? Well, it might have had something to do with the seven-earned run that Connor Seabull gave up. With He gave up three home runs that uh, last night. But, hey, why point fingers? I suppose I could just uh, also point out that they were playing in Canada, and they have much different rules there about unvaccinated players crossing past their international borders. And since both Tanner Houck and Duran Duran are both unvaccinated, uh, they were not eligible to make the trip. Not that their contributions were particularly missed last night, but even still. Listen, I could sit here all day and lament the end of that seven-game winning streak, but the truth is there are still 88 games more uh, left to go on the Red Sox schedule. And there's still two series, and there's still two series with the Yankees coming up before the All-Star break. And I would just like to see us prepared for something like that. And with eight more games left to go before that happens, I would like to see another winning streak in place. Because momentum is the only thing that's going to get us through the All-Star break. And I just want to be prepared. Is that so wrong? I don't think it is. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Toro makes a damn fine lawnmower. So does Craftsman. But then there's the Eagle battery-powered mower. Steel makes the chainsaw that runs on gas or batteries. Rocky's is your outdoor power headquarters with mowers, blowers, trimmers, and chainsaws all available at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic 708. And Tom Petty. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 79. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 85. 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Well, there's always an idiot on Reddit. Or maybe it's a genius. I guess we could decide. Ashley Eccles of Arizona apparently went viral by posting a video 
and she's getting a lot of comments about her unusual method for cleaning her vegetables before she cooks and eats them. Well, you're supposed to clean your vegetables before yes, you clean cook. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. She cleans them in the washing machine. Is there an agitator in that washing machine? Yeah. Doesn't that uh, damage the vegetables? No. She claims she does an empty wash cycle with just vinegar. Okay, but uh, what happens during the just no spin cycle? I don't know. All, all is, it says is her vegetables come out great, mm. and she enjoys them with her family. Of course, she's getting a lot of messages from folks who are concerned about bacteria in the washing machine. I yeah. like uh, Tide Pod peppers. Those are always good. Tide Pod peppers? Yeah. You ever had Tide Pod peppers? I have not. You saute the peppers in the washing machine with the Tide Pod. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, delicious. Not, yeah. I've not tried that. I like Gain broccoli. Oh, there you go. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about uh, Surf? Surf. Yeah, Who's I know. Who's using Surf anymore? You could use Surf and Turf, and then you could do the meat. In the washing machine, I like to uh, I like to marinate my steaks in bleach just to see what happens. Mm. But the springtime fresh scent, <laughs> they, just does it actually turn them a different color? Oh yeah, no, they, they they're white by the time they actually get off the grill. White steaks, yeah, sure. All right, you know, I uh, I would not suggest any of these things in real life. By the way, I wanted to put a garbage disposal in my shower. I called my buddy the other day. <laughs> He's a mechanic, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, "Hey, uh, you're a mechanic." Uh, could you help me install a garbage disposal? And he goes, well, it's a big job. You got to dismantle the latch hasp from the auxiliary drainage line. Uh, no, it's the main line. It's a misprint. What do you got, a Clarkman? Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I'll call you back. I'll talk you through it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Why do you want a garbage disposal in your shower? Well, because uh, it saves water and uh, you can do two things at once. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Well, I've heard of people... <laughs> the salad is delicious. Yeah. Well, I prepared it while I bathed. Mm, I don't like to think of that. <laughs> okay. I've heard of people, by the way, I've heard of people washing their baseball caps in the dishwasher. But yeah. I've never heard, you know, and that's supposedly okay to do. Yeah, I wouldn't wash vegetables in a washing machine. What the hell is this lady's problem? You know, it's really not that hard to just wash vegetables in a sink. <laughs> right. It's not really a complicated process. Yeah. And actually... You can do a lot of vegetables in a very quick period of time. Well, and maybe she puts the vegetables in one of them mesh bags. One, you know, the mesh laundry bags before yeah. she throws it into the washing machine. You I know, don't know. You can watch the TikTok video if you want to and I decide see, for yourself. I see all these uh these hacks online, mm-hmm. you know, on Instagram and TikTok and you know, they're supposed to make your life easier, but there's a couple of them I I watch them going Someone's got to clean up after all that. Yeah. That's not really mm. a hack. That's actually a, 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 a way of making things more filthy. Yeah. There, there's a website called Life Hacker, right? And yeah. they publish these things all the time. There was yeah. one yesterday making the rounds about if you're out of toilet paper and you're in a public restroom, here's what you can use instead. And they're talking about, you know, cash out of your wallet. Well, can't you just ask the person in the stall next to you to spare a square? What if there's nobody there? <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no square to spare. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, th- th- this seems kind of stupid that she's doing this. Uh, wouldn't your uh, washing machine tub get all like uh, messed up with uh, vegetable parts? Again, if you put it in one of those mesh bags that's designed to hold uh, your lingerie. And your unmentionables in maybe it like, contains the vegetables inside like, the mesh bag. Again, so. there's a if you have a sink, even if a, you could even wash your vegetables in the bathroom sink if you were that desperate. Mm-hmm. 
but you can do it so simply, so easily. It's not, it's not a complicated process where you say, I got so many vegetables, I'm going to have to do a large load. You See? know, I don't, uh, I don't separate my clothes. You know you're supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. I I throw everything in the washer. So machine. do I. Yeah. So do I. There's no. Uh, yeah. There's no. Uh, sometimes a, a white shirt will come out blue and go. Oh, that other thing ran in there. Yeah. Well, it was I, in there. I needed a blue shirt anyway. Yeah. I have been told on a number of occasions that I should no longer do my wife's laundry. Like I'm just not good enough at it. I mean, I go wash my own clothes because mm-hmm. if they get ruined, well, then it's no big whoop. But if I ruin her clothes, that's a problem. See, I had the opposite in my recent marriage that's now over. She ruined my clothing. Yeah. As an act of aggression? Maybe. She had I'll, it out for you? I'll never know. She uh, she say, I'll teach that son of a bitch. Put, put, it, put it behind me. What did she do? She ruined put, my clothing. Yeah. Like, by on, do, by, on purpose? No. That's what Bax just said. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. See, I have no way of knowing. See, but, if I if I ruin your clothes, it's by total accident. Yes. You know, it, it's, a, it's like unintentional. Mm-hmm. But in a situation like that. I just think you she, wonder whether she she wanted you in really tight shorts and pants. No, nah, I, th- I just think she wasn't paying attention because she used to like multitask all the time, and you can't multitask. You can't. People think they can, you can't. Um, what you call it? Uh, my dad. I remember my mom like putting a pen in the wash. Oh, and yeah. it ruined his like yep. white shirt. He sure. he used to wear these like short sleeve white shirts to work uh, sure. all the time, like mm-hmm. a very Dilbert. Like right. uh, like situation, and uh, I remember the ink spot got on the shirt, and he wouldn't. He didn't talk to my mom for like a week. It was very passive. That's where I learned all my passive aggressiveness was from. What well, had old to man. come from somewhere? Yeah, right? and not he, would, he wouldn't. Your own. He wouldn't talk to my mom for a whole week, and it was like you're really that upset over a an ink spot on your sh- on your favorite white shirt that mm-hmm. you have ten others of. Yes. I got my parents really angry. We're doing something very similar to that. Yeah. It was like in, uh, I, I don't know, there was a period of time when my parents had to go to a laundromat, like our washer and dryer were, you know, were being replaced or whatever, or, you know, or they just, you know, died out. And uh, we went to a laundromat. And at the time, you know, I, was, I took art classes in, in high school. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I would ever do this, but like we're doing something with, that required a, the use of a black crayon. Yeah. And I put it in, in the shirt pocket oh. I had. Oh, man. And forgot it was in there. Whoops. Two weeks in a row. So okay. I not only lo- uh, ruined one load of, of laundry, I ruined two. Oh, one, one week was like, I got I got my ass chewed off for that. The second week, oh, man. Good job. Okay. Woo, uh, man, I got right. big who, trouble for that. Wh- who was doing the laundry? Uh, I believe it may have been my dad one week and yeah. my mom the next. Okay. Well, once the first time happens, do you think uh, these two would get together and have a meeting and go, hey, maybe we should be checking the pockets because uh, this dingbat uh, came home with a with a crayon in his pocket and maybe we should, you know, fix I, this. I think my parents had the faulty idea that I would have learned my lesson for getting my ass handed to me that first time around, that I would never be stupid enough to do it two weeks in a row. But that's where my parents and me sometimes had an intellectual divide. Mm-hmm. I was capable of doing astoundingly stupid things mm-hmm. during my high school years. And I think this was one of those things. A crayon on my shirt pocket two weeks in a row after already knowing that it ruined a whole bunch of clothes the, that first week. I have no explanation for it other than to say, I don't know. 
I'm going to blame the second time on your parents for not checking the pockets. Yeah, I still yeah. I still uh, take responsibility and say the blame falls squarely on my shoulders. It's like uh, laundry wars in your house going yeah, on. Yeah, no, those are those are tough times indeed. Speaking of getting things out of clothes, I was uh, I had this conversation with my brother-in-law the other day about uh, fertilizer, and I was uh, I was there was all these st- we were out, we were actually right outside of Rocky's Ace Hardware in Westfield. Oh, uh, good people, people rock, rock solid, solid service, service. right? And uh, they had these uh, pallets of. Uh, Milogan, Mil- Milargrana, I don't even know how to say it. M-I-L-O-R-G-A-N-I-T-E. Milogranite. You know what that is? No, I'm just making that up. But, Sounds good. But do you know where, what, what it's made of? Uh, I don't. It's don't. made of human waste. No kidding. Well, it's made from uh, the Milwaukee Metropolitan Sewage District plant. Know it well. Yeah. I've contributed quite heartily to that so, plant. So, well, I was going to say, like, how do you know you're not putting Mike Baxendale all over your lawn when you spread it out? Oh, because I haven't lived there in 28 years. It's, uh, it's, yeah, Milogan, Milorganet, Milorganet. I don't even know how to say it. It's uh, the name is derived from the Milwaukee organic nitrogen is composed of heat dried microbes that digest the organic material in wastewater. So it's not the actual poo. No, but it's, 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 a by, it's a byproduct of it. Right. But yeah. it's still like muddy. Cleaned up. So though. if you if you throw it on your lawn, your grass will be as green as a golf course. It's but, all fertilizer, though. But yeah. if you walk on it before it's like kind of washes away from the rain, yeah, it gets all. It looks like you have a dookie on your shoes. Well, what about if you throw it in there with the vegetables into the washing machine? Then you'd get more vitamin enriched vegetables being washed in the washing. See, that's throw, exactly where I was going. Throw with it all day. together. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. always thinking over there, yeah. Dave. Aren't you? Trying to bring it the back. Wheels home. Wheels are mo- in motion. Trying to bring it back home. Head. Yep. Again, it can all be done in a sink. But when are, when are we going to start selling Bondi's Island uh, <laughs> well, it, fertilizer? Years ago, they used to have uh, Bondi's Island chocolate bars. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, they were like crunch bars. Oh, it was yeah, like when they, they were delicious. Uh, when somebody threw a Three Musketeers into the pool, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Hershey squirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. I always thought they should do more marketing or have a gift shop over there. Listen, I'm uh, I'm really glad we had this conversation. Oh, you have no idea. It's uh, just about 7.20. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102's Classic Rock Summer is driven by... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.25. And the Rolling Stones are back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Nice day today and tomorrow. Sunny and a high of 79, 85 for tomorrow. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Bill Collins from the Center Square Grill will be joining us around 7.50 this morning to talk about uh, the Andy E. Palliative Care fundraiser that's happening tomorrow night at the restaurant. And then Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield coming up around 8.45 talk about the 4th of July fireworks. So with those guests coming up now at 726. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from a passenger aboard an airplane, a flight from Detroit to Denver over the weekend. Apparently some dude airdropped a picture of his junk 
showing him receiving oral favors. Here's one of the passengers who received the photograph. I'm talking to this guy, we're just making friends, and I say to him, oh my God, I just got an airdrop from Larry's iPad, and so I accept it. And there it was. It was a picture of like a woman's face and like a little bit, little bit of pee pee at the bottom. And I look over and I said, are you Larry? And he said, yes, I am. Did you mean to send me this? And he said, yes, I did. And I said, are you sending it to everybody? And he said, yes, I am. She seemed amused by the whole thing, I yeah. guess, bottom line. That's the problem with the airdrop. Mm-hmm. You send it to one person, you're sending it to everybody else around you. Is that illegal? Yeah, no, I think it is kind of illegal. Well, yeah, yeah but you have to accept it. It's not like a, me- a random text message came over your phone. You actually have to accept. Why would you accept something from somebody... See, that's the thing that I wouldn't do. Well, if you know a guy named Larry, yeah, and we all know a guy named Larry, sure, uh, you you may accept it, because yeah, but, it's it's from Larry, and you know Larry's but, more or less harmless. But they have to be within your vicinity. Like, you can't just airdrop something to somebody from twelve hundred miles away. Yes. You know that. Uh, the guy we I, know that. Yeah. Not everybody on a plane knows that. The guy I know named Larry is Larry Lieberman. By the way, he's a golfer, and I don't think he'd be doing that knowing Larry Lieberman. I just saying. Well, thank you for sharing that about Larry Lieberman. Clip number two comes from the guy who owns a subway in Atlanta. Apparently there was a shooting over the weekend. Here's the restaurant owner, Willie Glenn, talking about the terrible shooting, which claimed the life of one worker and injured another one of his employees. It just breaks my heart to know that someone has the audacity to point a weapon and shoot someone for as little as too much mayonnaise on a sandwich. That's what the argument was about. And he kind of is laughing about that, isn't it? Well, he's not laughing at the uh, the tragedy. Right. He's laughing at the fact that someone was pissed off because it was too much mayonnaise mm-hmm. on a sandwich. Now, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it's a horrible tragedy. But on the other hand, if you put too much mayonnaise on my sandwich, we're going to have some problems. See, I, would, I wouldn't have a problem with too much. I'd have a problem with too little mayo. I would have a huge problem if well, you uh, replaced my mayonnaise with, say, like a Miracle Whip. Oh, the one with the tangy zip. See, that's what I I'm talking about. I hate, I hate Miracle Whip. I told you, my friend used to eat Miracle Whip and peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, it was the most disgusting mm. combination of, of things that I could ever think of putting on a sandwich. What a soulless friend you have. And yeah, we, we, like, we were like 14 or 15 years old. We were sitting in his kitchen, and he'd be like, Oh, Miracle Whip and peanut butter sandwich, Please. Ugh. Clip number three from O.J. Simpson chiming in on Roe versus Wade. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, it's my Twitter site, so it's my opinion. Let's start with Roe versus Wade. Uh, I thought it was a horrible decision. I think women should have the right to decide uh, uh, what happens uh, with their bodies. Attaboy, yeah. OJ. Well, a woman should have the right to decide whether or not a knife slashes their neck while a friend yeah. <laughs> returns a pair of sunglasses. That could never happen, Bax. Of course, I'm thinking uh, you know, way, out of the, way out of the box on that one. If a lady wants to kill somebody, she should be able to kill anybody she wants. Mm-hmm. That's, see, that's, 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 that's what makes OJ such a woke-minded man. Mm. <laughs> And uh, clip number four, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day stating, and I think you covered this yesterday, right? That he's going to move out of the U.S. because of the Roe versus Wade decision, right? He sounds like he has nose plugs in all the time. I talk crap that I don't believe in. Don't want to be an American.
citizen. Oh, I see. It's a parody. Ain't, ain't gonna yeah, happen. Go. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah, he didn't yeah. know it was a parody until halfway well, through the 13-second clip, by the way. Mm, I didn't know it was a parody, but uh, mm-hmm. it did have that green day-ish uh, yeah. uh, sound to it. The yeah. nasally thing you just mentioned. Ugh. Of course, yeah. you know, if you do have a problem with the way things turned out, I mm-hmm. suppose running away would be a great way to fight back. Yeah, but the problem is he's talking about it, but he ain't gonna do it. Just yeah. like all these people do that. Oh, I'm leaving. I'm moving somewhere. No, you're not. Or moving. how about just you know, standing up and fighting for it and mm-hmm. let the democratic process take a hold in local elections, which mm-hmm. would ultimately decide whether or not states decide yep. to have it or not. Yep. And here in Massachusetts, probably will be no impact, as we've talked about. No. It's 731 with back Steve and Dave. News is next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. It's a beautiful morning with lots of clear sky sunshine. 734. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Mention Rock 102 and save $2,500 off the cost of labor during Yankee Home's Thank You America sale going on now through July 4th. Call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Springfield City leaders meeting yesterday to discuss the city's 911 calls, including the increase in mental health calls these days and new resources for residents who do not speak English. Monday's meeting was with City Council's Public Safety Committee, Fire Commissioner B.J. Calvi answering some questions about the 911 dispatch center. Here's what he told Western Mass News. We're a little less than 50% so far this year. Usually summer and going into the holiday season is the busiest time for psychiatric emergencies. We're almost to the halfway point of the year and uh, the busiest season for psych is yet to come upon us. B.J. Calvi telling Western Mass News that mental health calls way up over last year in recent years. Costco, Calvin. You know, uh, I can understand why this is because a lot of mental health professionals uh, are, are it's really hard to, to find one. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really hard to go to see one. It's also really hard for, for, for some people who have mental health issues to get help at all. And so, you know, the, the fire department goes through a lot of medical calls every single day in fact most of what they do are not fires but uh, but medical runs right and uh you know i, I don't want to say it's a drain on their resources or it's a, it's unfortunate but you know, it's like you know th- there should be other things we should be doing than just relying on the fire department or even the police department to to help these 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 people who are in desperate need also in springfield A former Franklin County biology teacher was sentenced yesterday to 15 years in federal prison for his second conviction on child porn charges, and this over a course of two decades. 65-year-old Brian Cooper of Turner's Falls pleading guilty in U.S. District Court yesterday to four counts of distribution of child pornography, six counts of receipt of child pornography, and one count of possession of child pornography. A search of his home back in 2019 had unearthed thousands of files on a tablet computer and multiple thumb drives with the junk as well. Mm. He was a longtime biology teacher in the Athol Orange school system. Well, he's certainly up in Athol. He was arrested on child porn charges back in the late 90s. And this one happened again a couple of years ago. This one's going to get him between 15 and 40 years in prison. Yeah, well, there you go. You reap what you sow. In Westfield, the school committee there voting unanimously to enter a lease into a space on the fourth floor of the Westwood building for the Westfield Virtual School. 
this so they can have virtual classes from July 1st of this year all the way through June 30th of 2024. The committee approving the lease with something called North Elm LLC for a space to host the virtual school for K through 12 classes. It's going to cost about $111,000 a year, but not coming from Westfield taxpayers, covered by elementary and secondary school emergency relief funds and federal COVID-19 relief funds. Is uh, So explain this to me. Is this where the classes are originating from, or is this a place that kids can go for virtual learning? The space will feature an open area with sections partitioned off for each teacher. Okay. Which will be surrounded by office areas. That makes more sense to me. So they're teaching out of this. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. The, it makes no sense to send a kid to this place for virtual learning. Right. Well, virtual learning could mean that a kid goes and then watches a class from halfway across the country. True. With somebody teaching. But, yeah, and this, they can't find any other place to do this for a cheaper amount. Than like, the Westwood? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the rents are over there. Well, The benefit of the new space, according to this report, is that the classes will not need to rely on Wi-Fi and will instead have direct network access. Ah, maybe that's why. And that'll be more reliable for everybody involved. you got to keep the connection strong. Teachers and students, right? (coughs) Hey, if you use Target... (laughs) What the hell was was going on there? I was padding the... uh, There was silence. We needed to move on. You didn't need to throw up all over the place to make that happen. But I needed to have some sort of... thing in there yeah you, you cannot you cannot have more than a second of silence that's a, a hard and fast radio rule i i'm absolutely in agreement with that steve good yeah. thing you filled that silence see one well, day i'm gonna make it in this business maybe but not not if you're gonna keep uh, getting it all over yourself especially during the newscast trying to be credible here Tar- on this station yeah i know target and walmart considering paying customers to not return their unwanted items. The companies have been receiving a huge influx of inventory that they can't afford to store. Under the plan, retailers would hand customers their money back and let them keep their unwanted items on top of it. T Oh, you get to keep the unwanted items? Okay, sure. Hmm. I'll keep the unwanted items. There you go. So you get you get paid for it, and you get to keep what you don't want. Yeah. So what's... To stop people from shopping at Target or Walmart, buying stuff they don't want, and then going back and saying, I don't really want this, and then getting paid for it and keeping it anyway. There's got to be a threshold of what item is being returned. Yeah. And, and what am I going to do with all the stuff I don't want? Return it and get paid and keep it anyway. And then maybe you can sell it to somebody else on Facebook Marketplace. There you go. All right. Just thinking out loud. Hey, if you're suffering from FOMO, The fear of missing out, Mm -hmm. silencing your phone might make it worse, according to a new study. iPhone users completing a survey to determine whether or not they suffered from FOMO, fear of missing out, and individuals with high FOMO scores tended to use their phones more often and had higher feelings of stress when their phones were muted. Do you do that? Do you mute your phone? I I always mute my phone. I always mute my phone. I, I never have the ringer on. Even during the day, I don't have it on. Like well, I, uh, you know, with the with the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. you know, it vibrates if I'm getting a call, and even then, I may choose to do it or just uh, ignore it from my uh, from my wrist. I have that uh, like uh, the handicap setting on there where you could see the flash. 
It's, yeah. It, it flashes all the time. Right. Whenever I get a text message or a phone call. I've noticed that. It happens right here in the studio mm-hmm. sometimes. That's a good way to do it, especially when you're doing a radio show. I only turn it off um, at night when I want to sleep because sometimes my friends and family will be pinging me. Because they, they know I go to sleep at an early time and I still get pings at 11 o'clock at night if my mom needs to send me like a crucial link to an article. Maybe they're doing it just to mess with you. Like they're doing it intentionally. I don't think my mom does that. But she you does. Know, maybe, you don't know. Maybe she is. She does send me articles that I really don't need. Like last night at 11, six things to know about stock market crashes and downturns. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I can cover that next hour in the news. And your mom is sending you these things? Yes. Is she expecting that uh, your your investment portfolios, the bottom is going to fall out of it? Yep. See, if you just click her name, you can see all the links she sent you. So what other stories have she did she send you? Here's one. Yeah. Edible tape invented to stop your burrito from falling apart. Now, we covered that, I think, last month. Yeah. She just sent me that yesterday. Well, she's uh, she's retired. She's not up up and up on uh, what all the uh, young kids are into these days. All right. right. But you know what? I, 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 how many times has a burrito fallen apart on you and you just get pissed off? Every time. Every, Every time. Every single time. I, we went to Chipotle last week and uh, the thing just fell apart within two seconds of me having it in my hands. And they packed it so tight. Uh, they Well, you know how you get those uh, those burritos packed so tight, you Hire the Cubans. <laughs> They're rolling them like cigars. Right. Right. So anyway, that's what I get from my mom at all hours of the night, and that's why I put my phone on do not disturb when I go to sleep. Why don't you night. block her? <laughs> she, I mean, she seems to be just uh, you know, getting in the way of you. You know, the fact that I thought about that for a moment is actually pretty revealing yeah, about no my kidding. relationship with my mom. Makes you think. Yeah. You know, if you block a number on your iPhone, you'll still get. They're still able to leave you a voicemail message, mm-hmm. and it goes into this like little folder. Yeah, and then you can go and listen to the missed, uh, you know, the blocked call folder. I had that uh, from a local company uh, that was calling me constantly, mm. trying to get me to buy their product, and I didn't want their product. And uh, you know, I put it on a thing, and, and I went back in there maybe a couple of weeks ago. And there was like four messages from from them, yeah. from the from the people that I've told don't call me anymore. Uh, they're still calling me. These people don't learn their lesson. No, they don't. Seven forty three with Bax, Steve, and Dave, and uh, we got a guest coming up next, right, Bax? Uh yes, uh, Bill Collins from the Center Square Grill. We're going to talk about the uh, the Andy E. Palliative Care uh, Unit at, at Mercy, and tonight is the first big fundraiser. At, uh, at Actually, tomorrow night is the first big with, fundraiser with Phil Collins, Bill, right Collins. here in the Stew Stew Studio. You like that, Doctor. I do. You I like thought that was the studio. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's coming up on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. EPG.org slash chat. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 749 and Led Zeppelin with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Looks like a pretty good chance of rain on Saturday, but until then, pretty good weather, 80s and maybe even low 90s on Friday. 
Uh, Phil Collins uh, went to the hair club for men because he's got a full head of hair now. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty be, good about it. He used to be bald. <laughs> yeah, now look at you. Man, i got to tell you, the way you replaced Peter Gabriel, no one saw that one coming. Not well, like that. I didn't think people were going to be excited to see me jumping around the stage, but I think after the, his last concert, they really are. <laughs> this is Bill Collins from the Center Square Grill in, in East Long Meadow. Good to see you. Good to be here, and thank you so much for having me today. Big fat event coming up uh, tomorrow night for the uh, Andy Yee Palliative Care Unit. At, uh, at Mercy. We've talked about this a number of times, about the need for it, about uh, about Andy. Tell us about what's going on uh, tomorrow night. Well, tomorrow night we're doing, in true Andy fashion, a Polynesian-themed event. And so uh, at CSG, we'll have a couple of uh, Polynesian cocktails going. We've created a special appetizer menu that'll be going around. And Tony Ravosa, who's a really uh, great friend of Andy Yee's, uh, has put this all together for him and the family. And I felt it was a really special thing to support, so uh, so we figured let's open up the space, let's invite uh, anybody to come down and partake, and hopefully donate to get us across the finish line for fundraising. I'd like to see Tony Ravosa do some fire eating in the Polynesian show. Can we do that? I I, I think I can make that happen. Yeah. I got a blowtorch yeah. and a couple of cool uh, <laughs> flaming sticks. It's either that or he hits the stage doing all the comedy material of uh, Bob Nelson, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Uh, <laughs> the R-rated R-rated hypnotist Frank Santos. <laughs> Or anything else that Andy would have uh, done for everybody. I, I wouldn't put it past TR to pull out a couple stops tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. He's a great guy, and uh, he's he's an awesome person. So especially when he says something to somebody in the restaurant business and asks for something, you you, you got to step up to the yeah. plate. Tony and I were, were talking uh, yesterday, and uh, the, the goal is about $200,000. Correct. And so far they've raised about $80,000. So I mean, and, and this is really the first... This is really the first fundraiser that they've official fundraiser that they've had for uh, the Andy Yee uh, care unit. Right. Well, I think they did a kickoff event over at the Student Prince. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure if that was, uh, you know, considered an official one or not. But yeah, a- after I saw that little get together, I I had called in, uh, called uh, Tony right away and said, hey, let's do something at CSG as quick or as in the distance as you want it to be. And let's uh, let's pull something out. So we put this together pretty quick and uh we're hoping for good turnout. This is, uh, again, Bill Collins from the Center Square Grill. There's uh, In order to go, you can uh, e- either sign up or and donate online, or you can also show up t- uh, tomorrow night to, sure. with, a, with a check. You can show up with a check, which is always a great thing, but you can also uh, sign up online at give.mercycares.com backslash andy-ye-palliative-care-unit. And so uh, I'm sure that's tough. Maybe we can put that on well, Facebook yeah, or we'll, something yeah, like we'll that. Yeah, we'll put that and, up on our, uh, on our Facebook page as yeah, well. Yeah, we will. But um, but but uh, but uh, business is going okay for you. Business is great. Uh, you know, listen. Ever since the sprinkler uh, mishap, we're back 150. Uh, percent Things are good. We're uh, we're fortunate to be in the position to be able to hold an event like the this. The booths are dry. The booths have finally dried out. It took a lot of fans. My electric bill was uh, pretty expensive in uh, in January. But uh, but yeah, we're back in action. Well, That's since you're awesome. a restaurateur, we were talking earlier about cleaning vegetables in a washing machine. Who cleans vegetables? Some woman has gone. Some. <laughs> They do grow in dirt. <laughs> I mean, some woman's gone viral for that. Yes or no? Cleaning vegetables in your washing machine. I mean, if you want to beat up tomato, I mean, maybe, maybe on the way to making tomato sauce, but not if you're serving that on a salad. Right. 
What would you use? A whirlpool or a... <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to take mine in the hot tub with me. Electri- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, you it's, garbage it's disposal heat, and chemical, stuff. everything, you know? It's totally sanitary. <laughs> so what kind of food are you going to have uh, tomorrow night? All right, so we're doing Polynesian food. So we're uh, we're doing uh, uh, fried, flash-fried pork belly uh, with an Asian glaze Ooh, and kimchi. Uh... I'm, I'm really trying to tap into my Asian-Polynesian flair here. We're doing uh, shrimp-fried rice. We're doing uh, General Sal's cauliflower. Uh, so we're, you know, we're pulling out all the stops. We're, we're even doing a dish called the Pineapple Express, you know, uh, and uh, I, I'm sorry, a, a drink called the Pineapple Express, which is an awesome cocktail. It's served in a little glass pineapple with the pineapple leaves in it. Phenomenal. So, yeah. And, and guys, Mai Tais. I mean, well, what's green to eat? Mai Tais, baby. So, so yeah, we're, we're going to have some fun with it. Now, could I order a scorpion bowl over there? Yeah, totally. It's yeah. just going to come in a pasta bowl. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. Just give me a long straw, and no. then I'll be ready for it. I got you covered. Yeah. yeah it's funny. Covered. We have these award-winning chefs in here, but nobody brings us any samples of this delicious Good stuff. Good point, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, you could have you uh, braised a rib or two up in that totally. uh, you know, if yeah. stove we got up there. If the real Phil Collins were here, he yeah. would have brought us some albums to play. Listen, yeah. if you want what I've been cooking this morning, I got oatmeal at home for the kids and a couple butter biscuits. I'd have been happy to bring that to you. The, the real Phil Collins would have at least stopped the donut chip on the way here. <laughs> and that's why I'll never live up to yeah, be the right. real yeah, Phil that's, Collins. That's exactly but it. I got better hair. <laughs> You've got hair at all. Yeah. Uh, what, what time do things start tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow starts uh, kicks off at uh, 530. And uh, we'll roll as long as they want to go. You know, I'm I'm guessing probably about eight thirty. But uh, well, you know that crowd. Oh yeah, listen. If the cocktails are flowing, we're going to keep pouring. So yeah. uh, so it's going to be a, a great time. And 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 more importantly, it's a really really cool cause. It's got a a, def, a defined, well thought out need. And the plan for what they've got going on at Mercy for the uh, the palliative care unit for Andy E is really, really spot on. So uh, I appreciate the, uh, you, you being a part of uh, this effort. It's really cool. So happy to do it. And, uh, you know, I appreciate Tony even including me in the mix. Absolutely. Thank Bill, you. Bill Collins from the Center Square Grill. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Appreciate Thanks. it. It's uh, 5.56 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Two. Mel Brooks is trending. What's, happy, going, what's going on with Happy 96th birthday. 96. Yes. Man. That's uh, that sounds old to me. I used to love that two uh, thousand year old man bit mm-hmm. him and uh, Carl Reiner. Used Absolute to do. classic. Yeah, it was a classic. Yeah, and uh, the great clip from uh, History of the World as well. Love this here. Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. okay. Oh, hear me! The Lord Jehovah has given unto you these fifteen. No. Hey. Ten. Ten commandments <laughs> for all to obey. That's brilliant. You know. I was thinking about it. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day. I think I, I think I saw a clip of, uh, of Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. which is still one of the funniest damn movies of all time. Yep. I can't even imagine if they could even make that movie today. Right. With all the hypersensitivity yep. and political correctness, everything about but- that movie borders on being completely offensive and that's what made it so damn funny well but that was it was also a reflection of the culture at the time too like that was you know the the movie was more of a it was a comedy but it was also significant to how people treated each other it's also significant that it was co-written by richard Pryor too right that's also important but you know about the time when they came out with that movie the censors the only thing they wanted to take out of it 
was the uh, the scene around the campfire where they're all eating beans, farting. The fart. It's one of the best scenes yeah. of all time. Yeah. No. That's the one the censors had the problem with. Not the N word. Not the right. uh, none of, that, of stuff. that stuff. The, yeah. schwansch, not, the enormous schwanstuka. Yeah. Not, not yeah. even the, the the male dancers with mm-hmm. Dom DeLuise at the end. <laughs> no one had a problem with that. Good stuff. Yeah, unbelievable. And of course, he made Young Frankenstein too. Another. I mean, you could go on and on. He's one of the only guys or girls to win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. An EGOT. An EGOT. Yep. 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 He's one of the only men to do that? Is one it? of the only people, it says. Yeah, there haven't been a whole lot of people who have done it. Yep. Only a handful. Still going at 96. Thank God. I saw him trending. I'm like, uh-oh. Good for him. Yep. Yeah. At least at least, do, at least for, it's for a good reason. Right. So uh, I've, my, my truck's finally fixed. So soon? I know. I was... <laughs> With supply chain issues and uh, and everything else, uh, the good thing is it was all covered under warranty. This is the reason why I bought that extended warranty mm-hmm. way back when I bought that vehicle. When uh, when did the problems begin? Uh, when I bought a Ford. I think that's <laughs> that's kind of when the problems all began. No, I mean, yeah, in this particular truck. <laughs> yeah. When did the problem? Because this has been going well, on for months. Listen, I've had uh, I've had nothing but good luck with that with that vehicle, and uh, except up until the last year. Yes, it, well, and it's, it, it was getting closer to the the, the hundred and twenty five thousand miles I had bought that you know extended mm-hmm. warranty thing. Sure, and then uh, it was basically back in back in December. I brought it over to another dealership. And uh, that had been doing work on it. Yes. And then uh, that didn't really work out all that well. Hmm. Uh, they had it for like over a month. And that, well, okay. So I had like a tune up done to it, right? That was one of the things. And then they gave me a list, a laundry list of all these problems that were wrong with it, like an oil pan and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It was a bunch of stuff. It's like 40 something hundred dollars worth of work. Right. Okay. So I uh, I bring it there. They do all that work. Uh, however, uh, that work wasn't done properly and had to be towed back uh, two days later uh, because there were some issues. Of, right. Um, we forgot to watch the video on how to put it back together. <laughs> um, so then they, we wonder why there are all these yeah. extra screws. So that was that was the one place. So they had it for over a month. Then they had it for another week. So that's what five weeks now, right? Five weeks, not including the week that they had it for the the tune up too, because that you know took it, all these things with the thing. So that's six weeks, right? Yes. And then uh, a month later, after I finally get it back from that dealership, I said. Uh, I wonder why this check engine light is on. You know, we talked about this where I, I, I finally brought it over to Marcotte Ford. Right. And, uh, man, they, they, they tip, tip top service over there uh, with the Marcotte Ford. Sure. Because they, they had a loaner. The other dealership didn't have a loaner. So no, I had no, to, like, find no my own ride uh, back. Don't they have lots of cars to choose from at all their many locations? Well, I mean, uh, I guess they were short on cars, but uh, for some reason they were not. They were short on loaners or something. I don't know. But uh, so Marcotte Ford, uh, yeah, they got me going with the the warranty work. That's where we met Tremendous Johnson. Uh Yes, you know, uh, approving uh, the you know the things that I needed done, and it was a seatbelt issue, and then. And then the computer failed on the vehicle. So the thing, what was that? What was the that? thing has been in the thing has been in the shop this in the last 
eight months for like three of those months. What was that whole thing about you saying I've, I've always had good luck with this vehicle? That, to, to me, it sounds well, like you've had nothing but bad well, luck with this I vehicle. had good luck up until, the, like I said, the last uh, the, probably the eight, out. eight, nine months. Well, uh, luck runs out eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, But luckily, uh, you know, they they finally called yesterday. And it wasn't it wasn't Marcotte's issue. It was it was a it was a supply supply issue. They, they can't find these things, you know, these parts. Especially it was a computer thing. It was a computer module that needed to be replaced within the vehicle. And they don't just have extra computer modules uh, hanging, hanging on the on the uh, on the pegboard. No, apparently not. Apparently they have to like you know order this stuff. Plus it had like a seatbelt issue. The the seatbelt was locking all the time, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't need to be doing that. Uh, that means it was dysfunctional and you don't sure. want to be driving you know anybody around uh, especially kids with a, with a broken seatbelt there's enough dysfunction being driven around yeah, that yeah, car yeah 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 i mean uh, you know you want to put that seatbelt on well uh, you know dad's got the joint hanging out the window <laughs> got the beer in his hand and uh, mm-hmm. much like my dad used to do without the joint without course, the joint just the butt heavy um but it's finally done it's finally Done. It's finally all set and on the road. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a great all set and uh, back in action. And uh, thanks to to Paul over there at Marcotte Ford for uh, walking me through uh, the whole thing. Uh, they did a good job. This is weird. You know, as you're talking about you know your car being serviced, I just got the courtesy text because yesterday I had my oil changed. I just got the courtesy text from the uh, the the place that I brought my car. Yeah. As you're speaking. Like what are the odds? Like they're like were they listening to it? Like, yes. We have to send him that text yeah. right yes. this very second while while Steve's talking about another play, another dealership. Interesting competition. Yeah, makes you, you just think. got that, huh? I I literally just got it. That's that is kind of interesting. It's like they're actually listening now. Hmm. If there's uh, if I get a second text and says yeah we're listening, that yeah. would be interesting. Um, How well are you listening? I uh, and as much as I uh, appreciated the uh, the loaner vehicle, the they had they, they like asked for a car back they, they i had like an explorer that they had let me drive around and then they were they were going to give me like an like a ford escape thing yeah but i kind of needed the truck because i like carry things around in it mm-hmm. I, I need to you know uh, move i'm hauling i got a i'm long hauling <laughs> yeah you need the huntington big rig. yeah i need the big rig well i didn't need this bigger rig they 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 loaned me an f250 which uh, they probably looked at me and said, well, his penis looks small enough. Let's get him the bigger <laughs> truck that he needs. <laughs> and uh, they put me in that at 12.5 miles to the gallon. Ooh, man. Yeah, which is why I'm driving a minivan this morning. <laughs> like, Because the minivan actually gets better mileage. It gets uh, 24 miles to the gallon, which wow. is a big, it's a significant difference uh, than, than 12.5. Um, but I, I, That's a long time. I'm sorry, though. That's a yeah. long time to be without your truck. And I realize... That there are extenuating circumstances that makes it hard to, for them to, you know, to get you the parts. Yeah, and labor shortages. I totally understand that. But yeah, but, yeah, but, the, the, but at but, least they accommodated with the loaner. The other place was like, "Well, see you later." Yep, it's out of our hands. Have a fun walk from Huntington to this place. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's only thirty-two miles. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. It'll be good for your calves. Yeah. So uh, at least it's all fixed and said and done, and I'm just waiting for the next thing to explode on it. Well, hopefully that'll be nothing. But how much you want to bet 
It'll be the minivan that's the problem next time. Oh, don't say that. I'm not, don't I'm say not, that. I don't mean to jinx anything. I'm just saying. Don't say that. Well, if if anything ro- goes wrong with that, I know that I'm in good hands with uh, Leotoido Wolverham uh, that would fix my vehicle. Oh, in, uh, see, no there time. you go. Yeah, see? There you go. You're in great my, hands. My good buddy John Kupek will personally work on that vehicle. You've got sponsors you see, everywhere, you guys. He's got one of them dollies he lays down on. Mm. You, know, he, you know, he wears the tie and the suit when he comes in here, but... Uh, <laughs> When he gets to the John Kupek, uh, rolls that dolly underneath, and uh, he comes out. Really? He's got grease all over the shirt. Really? Yeah. Anytime I've ever seen him yeah. anywhere, I don't see any grease in him at all. And he's like, look, if you took this car anywhere else, you'd be paying up the rear. But not here at Leah Toyota Wolverham. 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 <laughs> online at leotoyotawolverham.com. Good for you yeah. for not for, for not being bought <laughs> and sold. What? I'm just saying. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's uh, 8.20 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 with Back Stephen Dave and Tom Petty. Just checking. He's been gone five years already. Really? Five yeah. years already? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you missed any part of the Back Stephen Dave show, and I don't know why you'd want to miss a moment, uh, you go to uh, rock102.com. You download the daily podcast. You can listen to it whenever you damn well feel like it, like on the weekend, you know, next week. On vacation, you know, uh, it'll be a best of show. Yeah. You can listen to old episodes also, and listen to it on any device you choose. Your smart speaker, your phone, your laptop, your tablet. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. Uh, my guest, Buzz Osborne from the Melvins. They got brand, two brand new albums out. They're both very, very good. Last night, they played at Hampton, Connecticut. Tonight, they're in Providence at the Fet Music Hall. And uh, also, I got a really cool interview coming up on Monday. I'll tell you about that probably uh, Thursday or Friday of this week. But you can check out all those podcasts on rock102.com. Speaking of Connecticut, uh, today's Paul Bunyan Day. I didn't realize that there was a Paul Bunyan statue. There's tons of them all across the United States. There's one in Cheshire, Connecticut. Apparently erected in front of a local lumber business. <laughs> erected. Back in the 1980s. But apparently it violated the town's codes. And so it came down. What was wrong with it? Too tall? Too big. Paul Bunyan was too big for Cheshire, Connecticut. Well, it's like uh, the big man we had at the, uh, the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah. 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 In some areas uh, of the uh, of Western Mass, you couldn't you couldn't stand that thing up. It's too tall. Yeah. Like they wouldn't tolerate that in Longmeadow. <clears throat> no. No, they no. would. My God. Are you kidding me? Not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. You can go see one at the Enchanted Forest Water Safari in Old Forge, New York. Mm. Up in the Adirondacks. Mm. There's a 19-foot Paul Bunyan there. I guess that would be the closest one other than Bangor, Maine. This sounds like something that you would get on your bike and go see. Like you'd actually go out and look for statues. I've seen the one at the Enchanted Forest Water Safari Park in Old Forge, but only because I was there to do something else. So no, I don't think so. What were you doing at the water park? In well, Old Forge, like, New York. And, and, Were you the guy in the van? <clears throat> no, but it's funny. When I was there, <laughs> there was a couple getting it on out in the parking lot in the back of their pickup truck. Really? At the Enchanted Forest Water Safari. Really? Yes. Must have been a very enchanted forest. Exactly. Yeah, not kidding, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. I made yeah. a lot of news up there at the time. We have, uh, n- speaking of news, we got news coming up next to Rock 102. 832. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Serviu Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield or serviulocksmith.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Hey, Dave, before you get started, there's a traffic alert out in Westfield, Lloyd's Hill Road. 
That's a major connection between Western Avenue and Route 20. Yes. Uh, that is closed until 3 p.m. today. Why? Thank God. Because there's part a big of the road diet or not? Uh, no, that's not part <laughs> of the road. That's a different section of town. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm glad you brought that up, too. But mm-hmm. we'll talk about that uh, a little bit. Uh, they're removing a massive oak tree, and there's a crane that's taken up both lanes of the road. So don't go that way. Mm. But apparently, people keep going around the cones. Because they don't understand that the road is blocked off. I don't know. Because they're trying to tie a yellow ribbon around that old oak tree. Maybe that's why. To pull it out of the way. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh, the road diet. You want to talk about that? Sure. Oh, that road diet sucks. You've experienced it, right? Well, they had they've laid they've uh, laid down. I don't know if that's they've laid down the lines. They haven't painted them yet, mm-hmm. but they're still like that uh, thing. It's the road diet from on Route 20 in West, go from West Springfield into Westfield, mm-hmm. and it now just merges into one lane, which really sucks. And I'm in the right lane yesterday, and what do I hear behind me? But this little Honda going, now this, speeding up to get into that line. It's a good impression. Only to be blocked in traffic. Mm. Now this is like between like the Little George. Yeah, it's right to, in that up area. To, up to the Walmart. Up to the Walmart. But I don't know. I don't think they're doing one lane all the way up to the Walmart. It's like it's like a small section. It's to keep people from going ninety miles an hour down that road. Because that's what they do. There's, you know, there's no. It's a pretty open area. That's an open stretch of road there. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I, did, you know, I mean, listen, I, I took that road every day for a while, and uh, and I know it pretty well. But yeah. it's like, you know, not everyone. You know, there are some people that are going the speed limit over there. Some people are, and I just think you know, reducing, you know, you know, reducing a lane must slow things down to a crawl. What an inconvenient thing to do. Well, well to do it. Somebody will figure it out that it's really an inconvenience. I'll tell you what. Thank God they, that old uh, big Y that was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Across from the Little George. That's a know, church. Now is a church. Can you mm-hmm. imagine people trying to go in and out of there all the time, gro- grocery shopping? Oh, yeah. That would be a nightmare. During a, a road diet, which I can't stand saying. Can you imagine how uh, difficult that would be to navigate? Yeah. No, thank you. This just in. Earlier this morning from 22 News, Springfield firefighters working through the night last night to put out a fire in the city's McKnight neighborhood. According to the Springfield Fire Department, the house at 125 Catherine Street engulfed in flames by the time they got there. It took them hours to put it out. No reported injuries. The Springfield Arson and Bomb Squad is currently looking into how the fire started. 22 News set to update the story when they get more. Is that the Brian McKnight neighborhood? You know, when was he a big star? Back in the 90s. Yeah. Is that why it's named the McKnight neighborhood? No, I don't think so. No, it I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> it's undeniable we should be together. Who is Unbelievable. Who is that? How I used to say I'd never fall. Is that his only hit, by the way? Does he have others? I don't even know. I, I, mean, had, I know the I name. Think had, I think he had a couple. Yeah. yeah. Don't listen to that kind of music very often. One, you like a dream come true. <sighs> Two, just want to be with you. Three, girl, 
girl, it's plain to see that you're the only one for me. And he goes on to four and five. And yes. No, that's that's yeah. that's enough of that. Next hour, Steve sings the hits of the Jonas Brothers here on Rock 102. I'm a sucker for you. Mm-hmm. That just, is a good song, actually. Just looking at that uh, the Zillow uh, listing for that house that was on fire. Mm-hmm. Pretty big house. Four pizzas, one through three. That's lazy. <laughs> You're repeating steps one through three because you can't think of anything for four? You needed a Come songwriting on. buddy. No, no one has ever accused Brian McKnight of being a musical genius or a genius of anything. He uh, he was influenced by uh, Gordy uh, from Vi- the Violent Femmes, the added up song. I think that's how he came up with that. Yeah, packet Gordon one. Gano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Brian McKnight, by the way, how old do you think now? 72. You're a little high. He's uh, 58 years old. 53. Yeah. Close. Yeah, he's born in Buffalo, New York. I didn't know that. Wow. Put that in a Dixie cup and drink it. There you go. Hey, as long as we're talking about the Springfield Fire Department, the Fire Commissioner, B.J. Calvi, answering some questions about the 911 Dispatch Center. Costco Calvi. Now, why do you call him that? Because it's either B.J.'s or, or Costco. Costco. Those ah. are your only two, two mm-hmm. choices. Maybe that's his brother. In any case, he says that they're getting overrun by addressing a growing number of mental health calls in the last year. This is what he told Western Mass News. We're a little less than 50% so far this year. Usually summer and going into the holiday season is the busiest time for psychiatric emergencies. We're almost to the halfway point of the year, and uh, the busiest season for psych is yet to come upon us. B.J. Calvi telling Western Mass News all about the increase in mental health calls to the 911 call center. It's a growing problem. In Springfield, a former Franklin County biology teacher and U.S. Postal Service worker was sentenced yesterday to 15 years in federal prison for his second conviction on child porn. The 65-year-old former biology teacher and U.S. Postal Service worker Brian Cooper from Turner's Falls pleading guilty. He was a longtime teacher in the Athol Orange school system, according to court records until he was arrested on child porn charges back in the late 90s. Again, it happened once more recently, and so he's going to spend 15 to 40 years in prison. Well, good for him. Guess he deserves every single moment of it. Angel Guzman, looking like he's going to spend a little time in the joint as well. A 47-year-old resident of Chicopee accused of shooting another man to death from his wheelchair. Guzman has been charged with voluntary manslaughter. The guy he killed, 42-year-old Anderson Martinez of Holyoke, and this happened about 4 o'clock in the afternoon Saturday on Chicopee Street in the Willimancet section of the city, according to a spokesman for the Hampton DA's office, Anthony Galuni. Now, you said earlier that uh, he didn't use this uh, wheelchair all the time. Right. Like he was kind of in and out of it? Yes. And uh, I think you were curious about why that can happen. Yes. I don't know for sure. But, you know, some people who are in wheelchairs uh, only do it because, you know, they can't be on their feet for a long period mm-hmm. of time. You know, if they're running away from a shooting, you know, they, 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 they're not capable of a foot chase. Are, are these like the people who use the little motorized carts in Walmart or Costco or BJ's as well? well I mean, not? you know, theoretically, you could be using it, uh, you know, interchangeably. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not everybody uses those cars. Can't, can't uh, you know walk around? I mean, I had you know bad feet and knees during the mm-hmm. Mayflower Marathon. Yeah, and uh, you know walking around on all that blacktop all all day long. No part time wheelchair for you. Well, no, but we had a scooter. Uh huh. 
uh, buzzed around that until we uh, the mobility scooter, we, the mobility scooter until, until the battery died. Yeah, and who and who was responsible for that? Me. Yes. <laughs> Why? Because he was taking joy rides in it. We were both taking joy rides on it. Why Actually, not? the fuse blew on it, and uh, I didn't know. I didn't know how to fix it. It died halfway to Uno's. <laughs> Like what do you do when you break down? Like that's the thing. Like if you're if you have to rely on one of those things, can you call AAA for something like that? I think you probably could. DoorDash. Well, I know, but you still have to move your <laughs> scooter out of the flow of traffic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Police in Enfield seizing drugs and cash during a traffic stop early yesterday morning. According to the Enfield Police Department, the traffic stop led to the discovery of over 600 bags of heroin. Six grams of cocaine and about $2,000 cash. Once again, in Enfield. No other details given. And more seizures from the Mass State Police in conjunction with the state fire marshals over this past weekend. They took in $28,000 worth of fireworks from 18 different people who were charged with illegal possession of large rockets, fountains, Roman candles, and other stuff. Again, that's a lot of... uh... That's a lot of bags of drugs. A lot of, you know, I mean, six hundred. Mm-hmm. That's uh, well, that I was talking about the, uh, the fireworks there. Well, that's a lot of fireworks. Yeah. That's a lot of fireworks. <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking about. I sometimes <laughs> wonder what I'm talking about too. <laughs> All right, these are fifteen hundred items of fireworks illegally brought into the Bay State from other states of the Union surrounding us. Twenty-eight thousand dollars worth. And again, we haven't even hit the July Fourth holiday weekend, which is coming up. I would imagine more of these seizures will be forthcoming in the next few days. Twenty-eight thousand dollars worth of fireworks. That too. Isn't that, isn't that how that works? Yeah. Isn't that, that song? I think it's that, that's close. It's six forty two excuse me. Eight forty two with Who do you think you are, me? I, I yeah. <laughs> Apologize for that. Um coming up next we got a special guest. Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield. We're gonna talk about the fourth of July fireworks, which ironically are coming up on the fourth of July. Wow. Again? Yeah. Wow. She does this every year. Just about 843 <laughs> on Rock 102. Hayes and- Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 848 and the cars. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Great stretch of weather today, pretty much through Friday, with mid-80s to low-90s, and then Saturday we might get some rain. I can't believe Bright Nights is already here. <laughs> <laughs> In the studio with us right now from the Spirit of Springfield, it's Judy Matt. Good morning, Judy. How you been? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. She's coughing ju- the same way I'm coughing, yeah. by the way. I got the esophagitis, and she's had some problems with that as well don't yeah yeah don't go (laughs) there don't step on that uh fourth of july fireworks are coming up uh oddly enough for the first time in 12 months uh on the fourth of july so uh this is going to be a pretty big one i would uh, i would assume yeah we were one of the few lucky ones that was able to do the fireworks last year we got the okay they relaxed all the uh Mm -hmm. the protocols probably a month before we were lucky to get grucci to literally get the fireworks yeah. because uh, a lot of people said, well, we'll go to Grucci. Well, it doesn't just happen. They they have to get their their materials to make the fireworks. So we were very, very lucky to get them in. And so we did, and it was big. This year is going to be even bigger. When we did the pancake breakfast this year, yeah, it was the biggest ever, ever. I, you know, I, think, I think people just want to be out. I think they're, they're so tired of... You know, yeah. restricting what they do. They want to be out out and about. The fireworks are a perfect example of that. I mean, you can spread out all over the city and still yeah. see the fireworks, either from the, the Springfield side or the West Springfield side. Uh, you got it. What's going on at the uh, at the at the park uh, this year? Anything? Okay. Anything yeah. new? We have a group that you may know called Union Jack. 
their uh, yeah. a, um, a Beatles tribute band, mm-hmm. and I was going to try to use them for the ball because the theme this year for the ball is all about love. Yeah. And so I said, let's get this group, and they'll sing some of these songs. Well, they were booked. So we took another group, and then they called me back later, and that fell through. So I said, well, and I couldn't use them. It was too late. So I said, let me use them at Riverfront. And I tell you, they're going to have, you know, Ray Kelly from the newspaper. It's like sure. one of his favorite groups, Keith O'Connor. And I said, it's got to be good if they say it's good. So that's at, uh, at 6 o'clock. The park is open. The park is open all day for picnickers and, and what have you. But um, but uh, bring your own picnic lunch. But we have food starting at 6, and then we have... Um, uh, the, the National Guard is there with activities, lots of mm-hmm. things going on, face painting for little kids. And and then we have the um, the band starts at 7 o'clock, and they're going to play through until about 9.15 and 9.30, an incredible fireworks display. Well, you mentioned the Grucci fireworks. They're like the Mercedes right. of fireworks people. It's yes. the Grucci brothers, right? <clears throat> Grucci family, they call yeah. them. They've, been, uh, they've changed a couple of times, but it is Grucci, and we are – their longest-running customer. Wow. Is that a fact? Really? That is a fact. I went down. They invited me to a huge display, and it was an off time I could go because it wasn't on the 4th of July. They've invited me many times to see some huge displays. That must have been a blast. uh, You see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Explosion. Explosion. Is that Tennessee where they are or not? No, no. uh, Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Okay. So what I did is I I went to... um, I went to this, and it was something being filmed by public television and all. But I wore a Gucci jacket that they had made for me. Wow. And the whole back was embroidered. <laughs> and they always called me Judith, no matter what, and it's embroidered. And I, it was, believe it or not, I said, how should we dress? Is this going to be in a field? Mm-hmm. You know. And they said, oh, no, no, come with a cocktail dress because it was very fancy. Really? And where we were was in a penthouse watching the fireworks. It was a big Damn. deal. Anyway, um, but I put the jacket on, and they said, don't you ever get rid of that jacket. Don't even think about it because there's so few of them. So I have it in my closet, and every once in a while it comes out. Well, I'll be on the rooftop of La Quinta. uh, Oh, that'll be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'll be great. (laughs) Now, uh, should are you suggesting that people should be wearing uh, their cocktail dresses uh, next week? Not unless they're in, like, jeans and material. No, no, no. I'm just saying this was one-of-a-kind kind of a thing. Just come casual. Come early. Pack your you know pack a uh, supper and make go out like it's a picnic you know and and enjoy get your spot i will say uh you know having seen this display year after year it's a pretty damn yeah you know a, impressive display every single every single time and you know, and 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 there's there's loads of other options there's loads of other sure. fireworks displays out there and many of them are, are are good and many of them are just you know so-so Springfield still, still to, in, in my opinion, still takes the cake. It's it's just a beautiful display right off the Memorial Bridge. It looks fantastic. That's a big part of it. Yeah, of the bridge and the way they do the they do some of the fireworks to to uh, like enhance the the spirals and so forth. Yeah, but uh, and because it's up so high, so many people can see it. You know, and that's because the bridge is up so high. But you know, we had. We just put the Springfield Thunderbird sign downtown for the games, mm-hmm. the one from Bright Nights, which is 70 feet long. And we were going to put it up on the bridge <coughs> for the 4th of July. Sure. And then the Mass Mitchell sign is up there, and that's 100 foot. 
the, the Thunderbird <laughs> sign would have looked dinky, which we didn't want, of course. So we put <laughs> right, it in court square. Right. So it was great. And oh, both cool. Thunderbirds, they did a great job. Now, do you ever have a uh, issue? Uh, I mean, do you ever call like Will Reichelt? And say, hey, we don't want any of your freeloaders to be looking at our display. Is there any way you could have West Springfield look the opposite direction because yeah. they're really muscled in on our territory? I'm Judy Matt, and I have spoken. Oh, Jesus, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, we couldn't have a better partner than Will Reichelt. As a matter of fact, he just he celebrated six years working for the town, and I just wrote a little nice tweet to say they're lucky to have him. But every time we use the bridge, we have to contact them, you know, because. Uh, it goes to the state because it's a state bridge, and right. we have to get his permission. He sends a letter to the state to say it's okay. And um, Well, you have to talk to his parents. He has to get his guardian's <laughs> signature to let him watch those fireworks displays. He, he's absolutely – couldn't be a better partner. I just had my golf tournament a couple of weeks ago, and he played, and he's just a gr- he's just a great partner. He is a good guy. And he's a real West good guy. And the West Springfield Police, we had a meeting of 30, 39 public safety people – Two weeks ago, and of course, West Springfield's there, Agawam's there, mm. underwater people are, you know, the, so it's a big deal, but it'll be totally safe, and people can come down and have a good time. So the next event after the 4th of July fireworks Bright would Nights. be... Bright Nights. Is it Bright Nights, or is, is it the ball? It's, no, it's September 11th, the 9th yeah. Ah, yes, uh, there's there's September <laughs> yeah, 11th. Yeah. But then but then all of a sudden, it's yeah, Bright Nights season. Yeah, and in season. September, we um, go out for uh, the runners. You know, and we'll be filled up right away for the road race. Yep. And uh, so we, uh, yeah, we have a good season planned. But, um, you know, it's so funny. We had a conversation a couple of weeks back with some people, and they were talking about, you know, <clears throat> 50 years, there probably won't be a pancake breakfast. And 50 years, there'll probably not be a bright nights. But there'll always be a 4th of July because of the nature of our country. And there'll always be the 9-11 memorial, which is a permanent. Yeah. So I think about that. And that's why 4th is like my very f- favorite event if there's a world without bright nights i don't want to be living in it the way you're going you probably won't so don't you worry about it i'm making a loser breath over here did you guys notice judy's fingernails by the way fantastic oh yeah yeah very little patriotic oh yeah absolutely yeah uh the fourth of july uh, fireworks it's next monday this coming monday uh, July 4th, ironically. What day is that? It's the 4th. I never heard of that On day Monday. before. Really? Yes, absolutely. Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield. It's good Thank to see you. you. But wait a second. Rain date would be the next day next if day. in case Always it happens. Okay. Day, yeah. Very good. Judy Matt, good to see you. It's uh, 8.57 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.